Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick, I'm your host, and today we're going to tackle the topic of multitasking. Is it a mistake or is it a management strength? As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. As you may not have known, I wrote a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And I started a business called The Brief Lab where we teach people how to become lean communicators and we also teach them how to think clearly. What that means is blocking out distractions, staying focused, living in a world that's becoming pretty noisy. How do you stay focused? So today we're going to talk about multitasking and I don't want to dive into mounds and mounds of research. There's a there's a very simple reason why I'm doing this. One is because I think we feel and we can think, we're almost tempted to think, hey, I can do this, where the research clearly indicates that we can't. And I, I have a joke with friends and family that I say, you know, 78% of all research is made up. And that's a joke because I don't even know what the number is. But um, and I'm sorry, it's a terrible joke. But the, the, the underlying point is I don't want to have to go have you tear you through a bunch of research. You can go online and look at yourself and you'll find staggering evidence that talks about the ineffectiveness of multitasking. And this is the world that we live in and how people live. There's a book review that I'm going to be doing down the road called The Shallows and it talks about how the internet is making us really, really superficial and how we think and focus and how we're really shallow and how our brain is being rewired. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty alarming book and it's taken me a while to go through it. I'll, I hope to be doing a review view about that book in the near future. But the point here is, okay, we live in a, and we have this temptation to multitask. You know, I, yeah, I read the research. I, I hear what it's saying, but I, I feel like I can do this. And what inspired me to do this podcast today for you is something that happened to me. You think, you know, like, all right, I'm writing a book called Noise. It's all about focus. Be a clear communicator. You're on for conference calls. I mean, I talk about this stuff all day long and it's important, but I fall into the trap too. And it just happened to be two days ago. I'm on a conference call with some executives in Chicago. We're organizing an, uh, an event where I have speakers coming into town. And I'm doing the conference call from my car. So I, I'm not driving. I'm just, I've parked. I'm in front of my house in North Carolina. And I, the, 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 the conference call organizer asks me a question and says, hey, well, why don't you send me an email? And there's two other executives, so there's four of us on the on the phone. So while he's asked me that question and told me to send an email, I'm sitting in my car and I'm listening and I've got a, my notebook and I'm writing down notes. I'm really focusing on what they're saying. And there's moments where he's asking the other two people questions and they're speaking and I'm hearing what they're saying and I'm being a good listener and I'm taking notes. And I think I can, I can... I can write the email that he just tasked me with right now. I can send it to him. So as soon as we get off the call, I hit send. And I'll do both at the same time. How hard could it be, right? I'm listening. And I start multitasking right in the middle of the call. Wouldn't you know it? Right while I'm writing this thing on my phone, he asks me a question and I don't even know what he asked me. I mean, I vaguely kind of understood what he said, but I gave him a pretty lame response. I was... I mean, it was safe enough where I probably, he probably was scratching his head saying, you know, that wasn't exactly what I was looking for. But it, I fell into the temptation where I felt or I thought I can do this, but the reality is I couldn't. And more importantly, and this is what I want to talk about right now, is the temptation's always there. 
And I have, it's really up to me to, to avoid the temptation. So let me take you through kind of the pros and cons of this. Is it a strength or a management strength or is it a, is it a mistake? The research tells you it's a mistake. But my, my personal experience might tell me that everybody's terrible but it, except me. So it's this moment of maybe pride or lack of humility or overconfidence or you're just pushed into a corner where you feel like you've got to get a bunch of stuff done and you'll do them all at the same time. So here I've got kind of two columns here. The, the column of the strength, you know, this is the strength I can do this and reasons why we believe that, what we believe, and we still fall into the hole like I just did, and then why it's a mistake. So the first is like, it's economical. I mean, it's a three-in-one thing. I can I can write an email that's, I'm thinking it's about the conference call. I can be on the conference call, and maybe I can throw in another thing. It's like a, it's the Swiss Army knives of, I'm multitasking, but it's all related to the topic. So it's the, I'm getting more things done about the same thing at the same time. And that because they're all related, I, it's almost like a fallacy. That's the, that's the first thing. The, the counter to that is why it's a mistake is we just end up doing it poorly. In this particular case, I'm writing a good email, but it's not a great email. And I'm not really listening to the conversation, So, but I'm sort of. So I end up doing them both at 60%. So I run the risk of him getting a, a 60% email and me doing 50% listening or whatever the numbers are. So we end up doing it poorly. Temptation, second temptation. I'm time pressed. I got a million things going on. There's no choice for me. I'm backed into a corner. I have to do three things at time because otherwise I won't get anything done. Um, think about the do-overs and the do-agains. Okay, I don't have time to prepare an agenda because I got 17 things to do. So I'm going to do the agenda on the fly, write an email, eat a sandwich, and uh, you know, listen to my voicemail, whatever, whatever you're doing. What's going to end up happening is I'm going to have to repeat the meeting or there's going to be a do-over. When we multitask, we do things poorly. So it's like, do I want to do that over again? Or have it come back for changes? Okay. The third is technology is so powerful. It can do everything for me. So I, I'm it, technology is masterful and I've got my phone open and I can, I can do four or five things at once. Um, what we don't think about is when we're opening up technology that some of the things that we're seeing are inadvertent triggers to get us distracted and lose concentration of focus because there are things that we weren't expecting to see. For example, a notification, um, an alert, more emails in our inbox. So I went looking to technology to do a bunch of things and then I had a trigger that led me down a different path. So there's there's a flip side to that. There's an allure, temptation, um, deep-seated belief that it kind of goes back to like, I don't know, Cirque du Soleil and Chinese magicians or something, but it's the concept of spinning plates. You know, you've seen these fantastic things when you're kids where the person's on their hands doing a handstand, spinning plates with their feet and and they're on these poles and they're all, all these plates and none of them are breaking. And you're like, I know there's a bunch of plates that they're spinning, but I don't, I'm not trying to spin nearly as many so I can spin the plates. I've seen the trick and and, and nothing bad's going to happen. I'll just, as, you know, wobbly is fine, but I'm not going to keep them all fast, but I can do, I can do this. I can be a, a Chinese magician or whatever, or Cirque du Soleil performer. Now, we have a limited capacity to focus. 
something falls over here, it crashes. I mean, we're 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 not keeping those things moving around. Um, th- those are the exceptions, the, the the plate spinners, and we're not a plate spinner, so we're. I think we're we, we you know, you know, I'm spinning them, and we fall into the you know this this trap. It's a, it's a trap. Um. And then the last thing is just kind of like, hey, this is I got a I got a bunch of stuff. I got like wide coverage. But the expression I heard years ago was, you know, you're an inch deep and a mile wide. I don't think that's a strength for anybody to be an inch deep and a mile wide. And we we get caught in those things. So how do you fix this thing? How do you I think the first thing is treat it as a temptation, one thing at a time. So there's a podcast, a couple of them that you can go back and look at. One is called Focus People and talks about the importance of focus, certainly that. Um, one thing at a time, you know, really focus on the most important thing at a, at a, one moment at a time. Um, ultimately multitasking undermines being more intentional. And that's where I want to leave you being aware moment to moment of what I'm doing. It's better to take the time to focus on one thing and do it well than to do three things poorly or slightly above average. The net effect is one thing. Imagine if you're talking to a person and you're looking at something else at the same time. They notice that and you're dividing your attention. And that's what happened to me in the conference call. If you're if you resist the temptation of multitask, I think another thing is you're, you feel more purposeful. You know what you're doing and why you're doing it. So you can really throw yourself into that moment and have it be more intense, but maybe not last as long. Think about how long it takes to do three things versus one thing at a time. And then the last thing for me is a big one. It's just like avoiding the blur. Life can just feel sometimes like a blur. At the end of the day, you ever notice this? You go, you finish your day, whether it's on the weekend or during the weekend, you're like, I don't even know what I did. Multitasking has that kind of effect where you're, everything's a blur versus seeing the clear picture. You know, we all want to see the clear picture. You know, I look back and it's two weeks later and I don't even know what happened. And that's the effect of multitasking. So I did a bunch of things, but I wasn't really present. I wasn't really purposeful moment to moment. So being more intentional is the key and multitasking undermines that. So, you know, if you're thinking about this now in a different way, you know, if you were listening to the podcast just now, while you are driving or maybe doing the dishes or filing your taxes, you might, you just might want to check the side of the road, check for some stains on your plates, or see if the IRS is called. Just saying. For more information on our books, tools, workshops, webinars, and keynotes, please visit thebrieflab.com. T-H-E-B-R-I-E-F-L-A-B dot com.